Hey, this is Dimitris the Curious Tangero. My goal is to bring more people to tango and more tango to people. Today we are going to discuss my tango life. Why would you care to listen about it? I have no idea, but I'm in a good mood, so I decided to record one episode. I will do it either way. So, if you haven't followed the podcast yet, look for the follow button. If you have other things to do, please, you know, just skip this episode. Uh, let's start. My tango life is a little bit different than most social tango dancers, and the reason is that I decided to spend all my time and energy to achieve two things. Bring more people to tango and bring more tango to people. But what does that mean? It simply means that once every two or three months, I ask myself the following two questions. Is there something I can do to bring more people to tango? And is there something I can do to help people who already dance tango enjoy it more? So I write down the answers, I create a list, and I find the one that I find more inspiring, more helpful, and then I spend the next two or three months trying to create a solution. And that leads to different projects. So I started with a simple problem. How can I help people find great events for them? And that was my first Tango project. I created a website called tangoarzettinofestivals.com. It is no longer operational since I found a better way since then, but this was the main idea. Let's create for each festival, each marathon, uh, a landing page, a web page, where people can find the location, they can find reviews of previous uh, of people who danced there in previous events. They can find accommodation. They can find videos of the teachers in the same page, right? Descriptions of the DJs, how the, each DJ is approaching uh, their um, their work, and all in one location. So I looked for videos of the teachers performing. I put on the website. I looked for reviews. I put on the website. I looked for descriptions from the DJs. I contacted the DJs and I asked them, like, okay, just tell me in one paragraph what's your approach to DJing, right? So I was pretty awesome. I, I thought that would be very helpful. I even uh, uh, created these web pages for organizers that didn't have a website. You know, a lot of organizers, they don't have the budget, the knowledge, the, the know-how to create a website. So I created for them, free for all of them, all right? The idea for me was simple. Let's promote the event. And let's see if we can generate revenue uh, by approaching hotels, transportation companies, all these like industries around Tango that might be uh, happy to be promoted on the webpage of the, of the events, right? So free for all the Tango dancers trying to get the revenue and make this a sustainable business uh, by using capital coming from outside the Tango world. All right. Then I wanted to show to people that there is diversity in tango. There are many different opinions, many different teachers, and that's okay. So I decided, okay, let's create a book where I can interview like 40 different teachers, collect tango tips from each one of those, and put it all in one book. This way people could buy with like, I don't know, 20 euros, a book where they can find advice from 40 different teachers. Normally, you, people will have to pay hundreds of euros to get that advice, and maybe even thousands if they want to travel to meet those teachers. And this is how Tango Tips by the Maestros 
was created, the book Tango Tips by the Maestros. And the book now is available in English, Spanish, and Italian. For now, the German version is being prepared as well. That was pretty cool, pretty awesome. I created the book. Then I realized, you know what? We live in a community. We need to understand each other. We need to understand our inner path in tango. Uh, there are words like connection that mean so much to us, but we're not certain how to create that most of the times. So I said, okay, let's try to understand the communities. Let's try to understand the meaning each part of our tango lives might have. And this is how I wrote, I wrote the book, Tangofulness, Exploring Connection, Awareness and Meaning in Tango. So the book uh, got out, it was embraced by the tango community, it was served by thousands of people, literally. Uh, literally. So yes, now it's available in 12 or 13 languages, I'm not even certain anymore, uh, on Amazon. And uh, it has created change in many people's lives. I have received emails from people telling me that they cried when they wrote, uh, when they read it, people who changed the way they were approaching tango, people that found a lot more joy in their tango just because they read the book and they were able to see the communities in a different way. So that was probably for me, one of the, no, not probably, absolutely one of the most fulfilling projects of my life so far. After that, I was like, okay, how can we simplify bringing together the community? If you want to travel to another city, another country, how do you do, how do you meet locals? How can you ask locals for information? How do you do that? And this is where the Tango Partner app came into play. The Tango Partner app, if you don't have it, get it. It's free. Uh, it's basically an app where you can find Tango dancers, social Tango dancers around you. You can find teachers around you. You can find festivals, marathons, encuentros uh, nearby and far further away. You can find a lot of cool stuff with a few clicks of a button. All right. I believe that the easier it is for us to connect with each other, to find each other, the more easy, the easier it will be for us to enjoy tango and the more people will stay in tango. Then I, I said that I want to share more about the things I learned about tango every week because I was talking with, I mean, the last two and a half years, I talked with over 2,000 tango professionals. Again, literally. Well, talk, including chatting with them on Messenger as well, right? Uh, I didn't necessarily call them, although I had calls with at least 500 of those, okay? So, and I had classes. I'm taking online classes. I took online classes, uh, online private classes with tango teachers around the world, especially during the pandemic, uh, because it was the perfect time to help them as well. So I paid for a lot, a lot of classes. I traveled to many events. And then I put everything together. I said, okay, let's create a newsletter where I can share all those cool stuff. So I created the Curious Tangero newsletter. Whenever I was, you know, I was finding a very cool tip, you know, improve your pivot, improve your balance, your stability, improve this, improve that. I just wrote it down first for me to understand it better. And then since I had it already written, I sent it to the people, right? And this is how the Curious Tangero newsletter was created. If you are not a member of it, uh, just go to thecuriousTangero.com, thecuriousTangero, three words, .com, and, you know, just get it. I mean, there will be some links also around this content for you to join. Then I realized 
heck, we are losing so many people because they practice, they pay, they learn, and then they go to a milonga and they don't dance. So I did a huge survey. I sent it to over 16,000 people asking them how they choose with who to dance the milonga, how they choose who to avoid, and what they do when they want to dance more, what things they did in the past, in the present, that when they start doing those, they started dancing a lot more. I collected all the results, all right? And I created a book that's called How to Dance More in Milongas. And it's available in English, Spanish, and French on Amazon. And it's focused on followers, all right? Where I debunked a lot of the myths that many people believe. You know, many people say in their heads, you know, guys, they only dance with the young, the beautiful, and the sexy, right? Well, although this is true for about 15 to 20% of the population, the other 80% value different things a lot more than appearance and being young, all right? And it was very, very interesting to see that you had people that, you know, they were not young, they were not beautiful, they were not the best dancers in the milongas, who shared with me what they do, what they change, that made them dance a lot more, no matter how beautiful, you know, good dancer they, they were, okay? So for me, that was a huge, huge shift in my mindset. I created the book. Uh, in the beginning, it was an online program, uh, and it costed uh, 97 euros. Then I put it down to 47 euros, and then I said, heck, I can do it even cheaper so even more people can benefit. And I put it in the form of a book on Amazon. So people will have, you know, they will be able to, to, to learn from it even if they, you know, if they don't have big budget. And for me, this is it. This is what I'm trying to do to lower the budget somebody needs to actually enjoy tango. Cool. Let's continue. Uh, after, you know, writing the Curious Tangier newsletter, I realized there were some concepts that were a lot deeper. They needed a, a lot deeper analysis than just a quick email, you know, three minutes read and move on, right? It was actually right, like writing a full chapter of a book. So I created the Curious Tangiero Advanced Newsletter. You know, I understood that some topics needed deeper analysis. I knew that people would have to pay thousands of euros for private classes to learn those things. So I decided to give them away for a tiny fraction of that, so that they can, so that I can continue, you know, being able to afford taking tango classes, and people can save lots of money. So, I created this this newsletter. The cost is, uh, it, it's very very low per month. It's a monthly subscription. It's called the Curious Tangiero Advanced Newsletter. You will learn about it if uh, you are members of uh, the Curious Tangiero Newsletter. But uh, if you want to learn faster about it, just you know, contact me and I will let you know about it. Then it came what you are listening right now, the Curious Tangiero podcast. So, you know, it takes time to write. So <laughs> I realized that I can share a lot more things if I talk. So I created it so that you can listen to some of those tips while commuting, uh, while walking, while jogging, while in the gym. I don't know, wherever you are, just you plug it in and, and you listen. All right. So a lot of other projects came uh, during those times. It's not like necessarily in chronological order. For example, I created the Tango Stories. Tango Stories is a collection of stories from the past, so they won't be forgotten. 
everyone can contribute to this collection with stories they know from, you know, old milongueras and what happened, because we can all learn from stories, you know, how the hero or the ocho was created, why this Harley was wearing always glasses and then more things like that. I, I created that. I, if you go to the curiousnagero.com website, you are going to see there's a, there's a link there saying checklist of tango and there you can find links to to the tango stories too okay so yes let's continue the what was that it was ah the tango kindness challenge so i created a video and the idea was to ask people in their very next milonga to do one kind action you know i think the kindness our milongas become the more people will stay in tango so i created the tango kindness challenge i used Oh, you know, the app, the newsletter, my social media, everything to promote it. I even put Facebook ads. The video got tens of thousands of views. Reaching Tango dancers on commun in communities, Tango communities all around the world. Right? During all these, of course, I also traveled to festivals and marathons. I created blog posts and podcast episodes to share my experience. And at the same time, I post frequently on Facebook, my Facebook profile, questions about tango. And I often have discussions underneath my, my posts, counting 100 to 200 comments. It's a wonderful way to see the diversity of opinions in tango. If we are not friends on, on, um, on Facebook, Please do not send me a friend request on my main Facebook profile. You will see I already have like almost 5,000 friends. Look for Dimitris Bronowski and find the second profile. Okay, it should have a lot less friends than the first one. Um, I would love to connect there. I post in both profiles. Okay, uh, yes. So, yes. So then after all this, <laughs> uh, I try to answer again the same question. How do we bring more people to tango? So I wrote a novel. The novel is called When the Embrace Whispers. It's a novel both for tango dancers who want to enjoy a good tango story and for people who never dance tango. And the reason it is great for the second ones, the ones that never dance tango, is because I wrote it in a way that allows them to understand a bit the social side of tango. So the main heroine, Sarah, takes her first classes, goes to the first milongas, makes her first tango friends and visits her first marathon. Then she goes on a trip abroad and gets exposed to the international aspect of tango. All this, of course, is weaved into a beautiful story. And the main promise, well, hopefully it's beautiful, check the reviews on Amazon. The main premise is this. Sarah is a woman yearning for more beyond the ordinary. Her life takes an unexpected turn when she discovers tango, leading her into a world brimming with passion and self-discovery. It's a story. It's a story about, you know, love, loss, friendship, and the courage to pursue your heart's desires. So then I launched the book with the support of about 200 teachers and festival organizers, marathon organizers, as well as hundreds of social tango dancers. They shared about the book on their social media, and we managed to reach a huge audience that was never exposed to tango before. And many of the people who supported me bought the book so that they can enjoy it too, and some of them, they bought it for their family members, they bought it for the friends that they want to get uh, to start dancing tango, you know? All right, I can keep going. 
but I frankly, I am even surprised <laughs> that you're still listening. Uh, so now the, the time has come to ask again the two questions for me to understand what's next. How can I bring more people to tango? How can I keep more people in tango? I believe that this year I'll focus mainly in bringing more people to tango. I have a few ideas of how this can be done on a global scale. And I already had about 150 teachers confirming they are interested in being part of this. So, uh, because it is going to help them increase the students they have in their in their classes, in the courses. It's going to help them increase the, the members of their community. So when everything is in place, I'm going to communicate more about it. But if you have ideas of what needs to change in the world of tango and how that change can be achieved, feel free to let me know. Uh, just join the Curious Tangiero newsletter and respond to my first email. I read all the responses. I read, I will repeat that, all the responses. Sometimes I don't have time to answer all of them. And sometimes it's very important. Sometimes, you know, due to email del deliverability issues, some emails might not be delivered to me, but that's, that's very, very few times. And what happens more often is that I respond and my emails are not being delivered. Uh, but that again, it should be like about five, maximum 10% of the times when my emails are not delivered. Uh, but usually, even in those cases, they end up in the spam folder. So if you check there, apparently I will appear. I'm your spam folder guy. Anyway, so uh, I hope that was useful. Links and emails should be available somewhere around this content. I hope you enjoyed my work. Uh, thank you for listening about my Tango life. Hugs and stay curious.